Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. Today, I have Shireen Kassam on the line, and she's a national touring stand-up comedian. She has performed worldwide on stages from New York to Saigon, as well as appeared on HBO and Open for Arsenio Hall. We have a celebrity, y'all. <laughs> Shireen is also the host of Creative Breakthrough, a podcast which features in-depth conversation with creatives across entertainment, business, fashion, design, and the arts. When Shireen is not performing or podcasting, you can find her at Walt Disney World, where she is a strategy manager. In addition, she recently started an e-commerce business, which we'll talk about later in the CBD space. I'm so excited to have you on, Shireen. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So you are like the embodiment of a serial entrepreneur, a serial side hustler, and I love it. So I want to talk about how you, um, you know, why you decided, because I think it's very interesting why people decide to start side hustling while they're working full time. So I I think part of your story, I think I want to start there. So what made you decide to start side hustling? Honestly, I wanted to have freedom. I wanted to be able to feel comfortable that if anything ever happened to my full-time job, um, I, was, I, was, I could be self-sufficient. And I say that because I was laid off from my job in 2009. Um, and I just remember, I remember how painful and confusing it was, what it took like the period of time. And it came out of the blue. And I just remember thinking like I dedicated my whole like life at that point, like everything to this company, right? And I did, it didn't matter at the end of the day. They just let me go. And that can happen at any time. And so I just always had wanted to have a safety net per se. Um, and then I also have so many interests. And I feel like sometimes when you have a real job, you're just so, you're so siloed or pigeonholed into doing one thing. And it's like, you can do so many other things. And how do you get that experience? Because um, another example is like, I was working in um, I worked for Disney and I was in sales and I didn't want to be in sales. I got reworked into sales and then I couldn't get out because everybody thought I was a salesperson. And so then I was like, now I've got to re- recreate myself, right? And how do you recreate yourself? How do you create a new skill set and prove yourself? And the only way you can do that is if you side hustle. Oh my gosh, that is so true. So I want to hit on a couple of points there. So going back to the 2008-2009 crisis, so I was in high school, actually graduating high school in 2009, but, <laughs> but um, I say that because seeing people going through the layoffs and things like that, I feel like that has formed my um, opinion, I guess, of companies. And so going through that time period and seeing what people were going through, like yourself, I'm like, these companies don't have no loyalty to you. (laughs) They don't care. Like they don't, if you were to drop dead today, they will find your replacement by the end of the week. And so I went through my whole career with that mindset, you know, be it right or wrong. um, I went through my career with that mindset. So I was always trying to figure out, okay, how can I improve myself or improve how I'm leveling up in this business world um, with 
really no loyalty to anyone. (laughs) And I feel like, you know, as sad as it may sound, I feel like it is important for you to figure out how you want your career to look. And so I'm glad you came to that conclusion. You know, it's, it's crazy that something drastic had to happen, but that's what I tell people. Innovation comes from necessity. And so when you saw that, okay, I was just let go. Like I was just a piece of meat kicked to the curb. And you were like, okay, I got something for you. I'm going to go ahead and side hustle and figure this thing out. So I think that's amazing. And another part that I wanted to highlight there was, um, when you're in jobs, because, you know, I was in HR before I started doing this, and it, it amazes me how talented people are, but they either don't see it for themselves or they're too scared to move and do something else. So, like, I, from the outside looking in at people, I could see, oh, my gosh, you would be amazing in this department. Um, like, why are you over here? But for them, they're just like, oh, I'm in my happy place. Like, you know. Um, so I highly recommend that people like do exactly what you did and use side hustling as a way to build additional um, skills And that way you can open up opportunities, whether it's at your current employer or at a new one. (laughs) Exactly. It's, I think it's, side hustling is so cool because you get to, you get to frame your own job description. Exactly. And you control your earning potential. That's the key part too, because if you, like, I just had this conversation the other day. But if you look at a job, they tell you what your salary is going to be or your hourly rate. And that's just what it is. When you work for yourself or your side hustling, you know, they, you can control what you're going to make. So if you want to make more money, well, guess what? Just go harder. <laughs> you know? 100%. And you're your own boss too, which I think is the best thing. Nobody, nobody can tell me I'm not doing something right. Like I know if I'm not doing something right, but I'll fix it myself. Like nobody, nobody's like breathing down my back all day, every day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I wanted to um, skip ahead here to this year. So you decided to, you know, well, okay. Let me just give people a, <laughs> a brief of your story this year. So you were furloughed from your job um, for, for Uh, due to COVID. And a lot of people are in that situation right now or were in that situation. And what you decided to do was to turn your side hustle into your full-time thing. So take us through that, that idea and that strategy. Like how did you take that extra time and start allocating it (laughs) to this side hustle that you made your full hustle? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I got I got furloughed from my job in April and furlough just means laid off, but they were paying my health insurance, which is a really good, good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was lucky I had my side hustle. I started an e-commerce business in the CBD space last year, actually, in March of 2019. And it was kind of just at, when I started it, I was like all excited and gung ho. And I was like, I'm going to prove to at that at that time, I had a leader at work who told me that I had I was never going to amount to anything in my life. And I had, mm. I had no, I had no hustle. She didn't use the word hustle. What do white people use instead of hustle? Um, 
she said I had no drive. She literally would always say, you have no drive. You shouldn't even be here. And so I was like, I'm going to start this business and I'm going to show her. And then I got lucky and I got my dream job. And so then it, the, the side hustle really became my side hustle. It kind of was just running on its own for the last year and it was doing fine. Um, but I wasn't really investing time into it. And then April, 2020, I got furloughed and I was like freaking out. Cause I was like, Oh my goodness, I got a, I got a mortgage to pay. I've got school loans to pay. Um, I don't, I need to, I shop at Whole Foods. Like, how am I going to keep my, like, how am I going to keep my lifestyle <laughs> together? Um, I mean, I've had to make, I've, I've learned how to do all that budgeting now, but, um, it's been great because you, I was able to, I've been able to learn so much in the last couple of months just around like, how do you grow an e-commerce business? It's, there's so many aspects to it, right? It's not just picking a product and throwing it up on a website. It's how do you do email marketing? How do you do digital marketing? How do you do social media marketing? And there's such a wealth of information out there on the internet. And I just never had the time to sit down and go through all that material. And so I've been blessed that I've had that time now to go through it. And, and I've grown the business three times. Like even my dad, my dad has not been, my dad's not the most supportive person sometimes. And he's like shocked. He's like, he's like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I just took what I learned on the internet and I started plugging, plugging it away and it's working. Um, and, and what I really learned, which is the most fascinating thing, is that there's so many people out there trying to sell you these services, and they do these free consultations. And it's amazing because if you have done your research and you know the information, like you understand what they're going to talk to you about, you can really pick their brain, and they don't realize you're picking their brain. They think you're just an inquisitive person making sure you're going to get the best deal for your buck. And I've gained so much knowledge just from these people trying to sell me stuff. And so I really encourage people, like, utilize all that free knowledge. It's amazing how much free knowledge is out there to help you, help you turn your side hustle into a full-time job. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just recently got into like the physical product space um, mm-hmm. because my husband, he has a company that he started back in like 2014 and it's tie-dye clothing and it looks amazing. Like he's a wonderful tie-dye artist. And so I was like, we need to get this online. So here I am like learning because I'm great at selling services online, but products is a whole different ball game um, because, you know, keeping up with inventory and things like that. But like you said, using free resources to just kind of, you know, learn through. I know Shopify has been a, an extreme help <laughs> for me. I have so many free resources Shopify, and you don't even have to be a Shopify um, subscriber to get access to their resources. Exactly. And then back to what you were saying about using consultations as (laughs) a way to just get some knowledge. I mean, now that I think about it, I'm like, I guess I do that too. Um, (laughs) These people reach out to me. So like I, when they reach out, I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean because they're so pushy. So I'm always like, yeah, sure. And then they're, they're actually sometimes surprised because I will ask them questions that then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have asked that question. Now they know I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, I, I realized recently I have done that with like SEO people um, because I'm like, oh yeah, let's jump on this consultation. Now, some I'm really considering hiring, but um, for the majority of them, because it seems like when you get a website or you have a website, 
and it's kind of established, these people are always in your inbox. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, let's set up a consultation. And then when I get on the phone with them, they're like, mm, yeah, you kind of know it's already, you already know what's going on. <laughs> Sometimes you listen to these people pitching you, right? And like, I went for my email marketing, this lady pitched me and she wanted $6,000 to do my email marketing. Okay. And and I was listening to her and I was fascinated by what she had to say. But I, as I was watching, like she was demoing it to me, I was like, I can do this myself. Like mm-hmm. what's, what is stopping me from, she's showing me all these companies. Why don't I just go sign up for the emails from these companies, see what they do, take notes, understand the sequence, understand the time durations, and then build it myself and save $6,000. Plus now I know how to do email marketing and I can put that on my resume, which is huge in today's, and like e-commerce is blowing up right now because of COVID. And if you know how to do all these things, like you can find a new job you know mm-hmm. or you can just freelance like I told people in just a I want to say it was a previous episode or one that's coming up anyway I know I talked about this but I have become addicted to Upwork the platform Upwork um, it's a place where freelancers can go or people that need freelancers can go and hire people and when I say it has made my life a thousand times easier um, because there's people and even like like you said, if you learn email marketing, go put, make a profile on Upwork. There are people that are waiting to hire you, I promise, um, because I have gotten everything done from blog articles written to SEO stuff to moving my whole website from one platform to another, like things that I could have done myself. But I'm like, if there's somebody that loves this way more than I do... <laughs> Why not give them an opportunity to be fulfilled? <laughs> and the time value of money, right? By the time you learn how to do it, it's it's cheaper for you to get someone else to do it. Exactly, exactly. So in your business, in your e-commerce business, um, what's one thing you would tell people has been the biggest, um, I guess, learning curve or learning opportunity for you? I'd say my biggest learning curve is how many people you have to deal with. Like, so you've got your vendors that you have to deal with, and then you've got your customers that you have to deal with, and you can outsource the customer service. I have not yet done that, and I need to because there are some rude-ass people out there. <laughs> but you've always just got to be professional, and sometimes that's so hard, especially like some, a lot of my vendors in the CBD space are men. I deal with men every day, and sometimes I just wish I could put my hand through the phone and like grab them by the neck and be like, listen, (laughs) I'm not some kid off the street. So I think for me, that's been like my biggest learning curve. It's like, I'm an educated woman who's had such great experiences in my life, but yet I still have to learn how to deal with people who, who don't, who don't value me. Um, even though I'm running my own business now and I'm, and they're surprised. And it's funny because some of them are surprised. They're like, you want to make a $5,000 order? Are you sure? And I'm like, are you questioning me? Like, I'm trying to give you money. (laughs) And so it's just fascinating sometimes. And that's, that's been my, my biggest challenge is just dealing with people. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) I mean, and I mean, in my field, like in the financial industry, it's male dominated. Matter of fact, it's old white male dominated, but, um, (laughs) you know, I have to deal with things like that as well. And it's crazy how much harder we have to work Mm -hmm. in order to prove that we, we deserve a seat at the table. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. And for a vendor to be like, 
are you sure you want me to take your $5,000? Like it, for me, that just shows how, how clouded people's thought process can be around gender equality. Um, because I'm like, as a vendor, you should be like, oh yes, please. You are now my new favorite, cu- my new favorite customer. <laughs> like, uh, what's funny about this guy is I placed the order like on a Monday and he, we argued about it and then he placed it. And so I put the inventory on my site to sell because usually it's one day or two day shipping. Um, and then all of a sudden it's Friday and I haven't got my inventory yet. And I've already sold out of all $5,000. <gasps> So I called him and I'm like, where is my inventory? And he goes, oh, I haven't shipped it yet. I thought you were going to call me and cancel and like you, were, you weren't going to actually go through with it. And I was like, I gave you my credit card. I need that order. Plus, I need you to double it now. And I need you to send me $10,000 by Monday. And he's like, what? Why? And I'm like, because I already sold out of the inventory. Like, I don't understand what you don't get about my business model. <laughs> wow. And I hope that's not a vendor anymore. Oh, no. After I got my, I, I cleared up all the orders that I had. I, yeah, we stopped using him or I stopped using him. That's another thing women do is we say we a lot and it's always I stopped. <laughs> exactly. Stand in that. Like it is you. <laughs> yeah, I always say we did this and we did that. And my mom will be like, who's we? And I'm like, I did that. <laughs> it's me and all the voices in my head that I talk to <laughs> <laughs> I know I joke and I say, um, you know, when I talk to myself, I'm just having staff meetings. That's all. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> but it's so funny because I do pretend and I hope nobody from who uses my business listens to me, but I do have different personalities that I take on. So I have a secretary, which is me that answers my phones and her name is Susan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I have, I have a manager, a floor manager, and her name is Sam. And then I'm Shereen, but we're all the same people. <laughs> and you know what like you you're saying it out loud right now but this is the second time I've heard that actually and the first time I've heard it was from a white male doing a presentation he has now like 600 employees he's a big company here in my local you know city and he was like he started out by buying one of those um, systems where you press one for sales, press Mm -hmm. two. And he said, everything routed back to him. But he said, the point was when you fake, you fake it until you make it. So when people call in and they hear that you have like this whole, you know, IVR system, interactive voice response system, they're like, oh my gosh, this person's really doing it big. And so they're more likely to do business with you. And so he was like, that's how he grew his business. And now, you know, it makes millions a year. Yeah. And just for people who are like, I don't have money for that Google business, Google um, phone call or whatever it's called, we'll give you that number and you can pay for that. I think it's like $20 a month to add that, add that service. Oh, I'm taking notes right now. <laughs> you can route it right to your cell phone. So like somebody calls a different number, like the Google voice number that you get, they press one, they want to talk to sales and it'll come to your, it'll come to your phone, but you can set up a separate voicemail that's business related. Um, and you can decide if you want to answer or not answer. Oh my gosh, mind blown because I'm over here because my cell phone number is everywhere. And so I'm answering and I'm like, I don't know if it's a personal call. I don't know if it's a business call. I don't know if it's one of these telemarketers or these timeshare people that have been calling me at least five times a day. I'm like, I don't know who's who. And so I'm like, I need that. So definitely going to check that out. Listeners, check that out. So Shireen, this has been an awesome interview. Thank you so 
so much for coming on. How can people find you if they're interested in learning more about you or learning more about your CBD products? Yeah, sure. If you want to talk to me, uh, you can visit me at funnybrowngirl.com. And from there, you'll find my social and my podcast on creativity um, on all social media. I'm Funny Brown Girl. And then if you want to learn more about CBD, you can hit up mypaincenter.com. And uh, happy to answer any questions on e-commerce, Shopify. Um, just hit me up at mypaincenter.com or at funnybrowngirl.com. Either way, it all comes to Susan, Sam, or Shereen, and I'll answer <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Shireen. Um, I will have all of those links in the show notes. It's been a pleasure. We laughed. We had some good gems dropped, and I'm sure people would love this episode. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. This was a blast. Oh, no problem. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwithtea.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Talk to you soon.